afternoon. Are we all happy? We all have our pasties. Yeah. They are wasp pasties. I've got to, I've got to slow down. I'm doing a, I'm doing a wedding next. Oh, can you believe this? I'm a Liverpool fan. And I'm doing a wedding next Saturday. Oh. Oh. And we've been invited to the evening do as well. And the bride is refusing to put a big screen up. Oh. <laughs> so it's teaching me not to worship idols, isn't it? <laughs> Let's just pray and then I'm just going to open a little, little bit of scripture and think about it together. So let's, let's pray. Father, we just thank you that we are found here this afternoon. Lord, you know us. You're the one who has brought us into this building. You're the one who wants to speak to us all, individually and collectively as a congregation. So Father, by your Spirit, would you do that now? For we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So we've been going through the book called, just to test you, the I Am's in the book of, anyone know where they are? Is this on the quiz? It should have been on the quiz. John! Very good. So, Eddie last time apparently looked at um, one that Jesus had said. So I'll quote it again. It's in John chapter 14. Let me give you the setting. Jesus had announced to his disciples that he was going to go to the cross. He was going to die. And obviously his disciples were upset by this. Their whole security, their whole life was about to leave them. The one that they had followed for years, for three years, was going to die. So he looks upon them and he says, in John chapter 14, Don't let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. I will take you to myself. And where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I'm going. Thomas, hello Thomas, like me, doubting Thomas. Thomas said, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. Jesus wrote those words, he wrote it for them, and he wrote it for you, and he wrote it for me. In those words, he points us, he points us to the way that you looked at last time. He points us to the truth, which is him. How many of you, here's a general knowledge, and if you're French, you probably won't know this. How many of you have watched the film Spartacus, 1960? Even before I was born, 1960. Who starred in it? Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas. 
Now the Spartans were very tough men. His army, of the army of Spartacus, were very strong and tough men, but they were captured. And the people who caught them, they wanted to identify, well, who is Spartacus? Which one of these fellas here that we've been fighting is Spartacus? So John, just come and stand here. Matty, come and stand here. Matt, come and stand here. Pricey, come and stand here. So imagine, all of the soldiers are there. The people who captured them, they want to find out who Spartacus is. Because they don't know which one is him. So they, they said, which of you is Spartacus? And this fella says, I'm Spartacus. And this fella stands out and goes, No, I'm Spartacus. What are you talking about? I'm Spartacus. Scottish. <laughs> 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 and this other fella goes, No, I'm Spartacus. So who's Spartacus? <laughs> there can only be one Spartacus. There can only be one true God. Who is it? Thank you, gentlemen. Give them a round of applause. They were really good. <laughs> Jesus claimed to be the true God, the Son of God, with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God. And he said, I am the truth. I wonder today, do you believe that? Do you believe there to be one truth? Do you believe there to be one God? Many people say that... <coughs> doesn't matter what you believe, all roads lead to God. That's not what Jesus says. Jesus, who claimed to be the Son of God, he says, I'm the way, the truth and the life. Nobody gets to the Father, nobody gets to heaven except by me. He claims that. It's whether we believe it or not. He claims that he is the truth. He claims that this truth will set you free. Free to love. Free to know his peace. Free to walk in joy. Free to know eternal life. And the very first sermon that he preached, you'll find it in Mark's Gospel, chapter 1, verse 15. And he went out into the crowds and he comes out towards and he says, Repent! And believe the gospel. Repent. And believe the gospel. This is his truth that he tells us. So what does it mean to repent? It means first off that you've got to believe. That you've got something to turn away from. It's called sin. It's the S word isn't it? I don't know whether you think you're a sinner. I often say this, that when I ask my wife, she will confirm that I am definitely a sinner. Do you think wrong things? Do you? Is anyone perfect in this room? No. You see, Moses came down the mountain, didn't he? 
Moses came the mount, down the mount with two tablets of stone. And on them were written how many commandments? Ten. Ten. Ten commandments that actually do show us that we fall short of the glory of God. So give us a number between one and ten. Ten. Thanks, John. Ten. So number ten is don't. Anyone know that? I always test you on this, so you should know. You should have learned them by now. Don't covet. Don't envy. When I was younger, I wanted a Range Rover car. I wanted lots of money. I wanted all of those things. And I was jealous of people who had those things. So what does that make me? A sinner. Because God says, don't. Don't envy. So when we see stuff, when we see other people's stuff, we want it, don't we? So what does that make you? A sinner. You like that? Let's do one more, because we've got to we've got to move on. I'm going to go and preach at Bethel in a minute. Let's do one more. Give us a number. Any number you like between one and ten. We've had ten. Seven. Seven. Oh, you would pick seven, wouldn't you? What's seven? No. <laughs> so number seven, God comes down the mount and he says, Don't take another man's wife, man's wife to be yours. Don't in other words, don't sleep with her. Don't commit adultery. And then Jesus later on in the New Testament he came and he made it clear. He said in Matthew 5. It's not just about whether you sleep with someone else's wife or husband. It's whether you look at them in a way that you shouldn't look at other people. It's whether you lost with your eyes. So unless you walk around with a blindfold on, I guarantee that in some part of your life you'll have looked at another man or another woman in a way that you shouldn't so what does that make us sinners so in that state of sinners we're under the judge we're under his condemnation but listen to what Jesus said he said turn from your sin and believe. Believe the gospel. The gospel means good news. Believe the good news that I left heaven's glory. That I was born on that very first Christmas. That I lived a perfect life in front of you all. Then I chose to go to a cross. This is his truth. He chose to go to a cross as your substitute and on that cross and this is what the good news is he died for you and all of that sin that you do need to repent of all of that sin that should be condemned because you're the guilty one was put on him and the skies on that very first good friday went dark as the judgment of god was coming down on the saviour Saviour 
your Savior. And he died. And he said, Father, forgive me. And then three days later, to prove that he was the Son of God, he rose from the dead. He rose. And what he wants us to do is believe that he's taken your sin off you and put it on himself. You see, you don't have to work your way to heaven. You don't have to do this and do that and do the other. The beauty about Jesus is that it has been done for you. And all we have to do is give thanks. So should we still keep the commandments? Is a question. Should we? But why? Why? Because it's good to love God. Number one, with all your heart, to not worship idols, to not blaspheme his name, to, to come together on a Sunday, to honour your father and mother, to not steal, to not commit adultery, to, to I've got a matter of order there, to not murder, and to not lie, and to not covet. If we had a society like that, it would be good. But you don't have to do it to get to heaven. That's all been done by Jesus. The reason we keep the commandments is because we love him. And we want to live a life that pleases him. That's why we do what is good. The question is, do you believe that Jesus is God? Do you believe what he's telling you? When he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And there is no other way to the Father except by me. You want to talk a bit more about that? Have you got questions about that? And people often have. Well, is Eddie. <laughs> I'm doing a runner in a minute. And he, he, will, he will attempt, and Matty will attempt to answer your, your questions. But think about these things. It's all been done for you. Jesus did it for you. That's why we worship him. That's why we love him. That's why we follow him. Thank you. Thanks, Rob. Uh, as Rob said, anybody got any questions, we're here to answer them. That's why we do church like this once a month. Because sometimes you don't have the opportunity to ask questions. And this is so that you can hear and then say, well, do I believe? Or do I want to know more? Or I've never heard it that way before. And we want you to ask those questions.